freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's Rocket Mortgage Classic. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, hello to you. Hello, Rick. Uh, we're getting a late start and an early round tomorrow, so this is not uh, not an ideal situation, but we do have a lot to talk about. Shelf life of this podcast is about as as minimal as it could get. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so we better we better jump right into it. You mentioned a nearly two hour rain delay or weather delay, I suppose is probably a more accurate way to describe that. Plus impending weather coming in on Sunday morning. So they are going off in threesomes early on Sunday morning, split tees after the golf course just played three strokes under par on Saturday, KP. So I expect more birdies <laughs> certainly you know I, it was interesting at the end of the round i was i was trying to i was having a debate with myself about whether and i wrote that there are still a lot of guys in this because there's a lot of low scores out there but at the same time you, you know there there might not be a lot of guys in this because if fowler shoots four under or adam hadwin or taylor pendris shoot four under that eliminates almost everyone, right? Yes, there are 10 within four shots, but let's say Fowler gets to 24 under. Uh, that means somebody like Taylor Moore, Colin Morikawa has to shoot an eight under 64 just to get into a playoff. Yeah, it starts to box everybody out very quickly. Yeah, which could happen. I just think, I think that's, I think one story is how there's a ton of scores to be had out there. And we saw this, we saw this a little bit uh, last week to, to a much lesser degree because Keegan was way out in front, but everybody started shooting these scores and you're like, okay, could this happen or whatever? And that, that, that is what takes place at, at golf courses that are very easy. But I think the, that's story one B to me. Story one A is Fowler and winning in the Ryder cup and all these things that we've talked about all year. And I think, Rick, I think if he wins on Sunday, I think it'll be a very, Ricky doesn't show a lot of emotion. I think it'll be a very emotional thing. And man, I just, he's playing like he's going to win. JT better fly back just in case uh, <laughs> and be there greenside in case he gets it done. Well, let's, let's just start there. I, I agree. It deserves the vast majority of the oxygen. It's a, a Saturday 64 for Ricky Fowler, his best round of the week. He got he, off uh, to a stumble on number 10 on a second nine there, makes bogey on 10, but then he rattles off birdies on 11, 13, 14, 15, 17, 18. That's right. 31 with a bogey on his second nine. This has become a more comfortable position. We have done a lot of Saturday night recaps recently, KP, in which Ricky Fowler's name is in the mix. Does, does he cross the finish line this time? I think he does. You know, the thing for me, somebody on the broadcast said this, and it's something that I, maybe it was Trevor Illman that said it, but he's hit his iron play is, he's hitting it so good. And, and even, even the spin control he had on, I guess it was on 18 when he, he kind of threw one behind that pin and then pulled it all the way back. And, you know, that whenever he was th like, when he was at his best in 14, 15, 16, 17, that was kind of the run for him. 
he was a really, really good iron player. He was good off the tee and he was a really solid putter, but iron play, you know, as is almost always the case was kind of the calling for the best players was his calling card. And it, just seems like i mean you don't shoot he shot now five rounds of 65 or better in his last 11 which is i granted yes they've been easier courses lacc was in there also which people are going to yell about how that was easy as well but man he is he is locked in right now and you don't get the pressure of a major you don't get the field of a major kind of bearing down on him on on sunday this time he doesn't even have to wait until a 2.30 tee time. It's it's great. It really is. It's setting up kind of perfectly for him. That last win, the 2019 uh, Phoenix Open. So it's been, boy, it's been a while. And as Kyle, you mentioned, he's, he's first in strokes gained approach this week. Uh, I, I agree that this is setting up well. It has been a culmination. I'm already crowning him. A culmination of a great season, a really good final group a good tea time situation a good golf course and then yeah who knows maybe it all ends with a Ryder Cup yeah it's so to to kind of drive that point home this is the best approach season he's ever had he's gaining almost a stroke on approach play this year second best was 2015 it was about three quarters of a stroke so man it's uh it's been it's been cool and it looks great Right. Like it's it's one thing to say the numbers and yes, they all check out, but he just look like every time he steps over a ball, I'm like, this is probably going to be close, you know, and that's a that's a different thing for for watching him from what we've experienced for the last two, three, four years. Yeah, he he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. I, I don't envision. How, how about this? I got two questions for you. One, who's more likely to be on the Ryder Cup team? Justin Thomas or Ricky Fowler. You're going to say that. Yeah. And two, I threw this out there and got some interesting answers. Who ends their career with more PGA tour victories, Ricky Fowler or Ludwig Aberg? Uh, okay. So first answer, uh, w- if Ricky wins this, it's 100% Ricky. But so what I, what I know right now, and I don't know what their standings are on the Ryder cup team, uh, probably still Ricky but not as emphatic. If Ricky wins tomorrow, the answer is 100% Ricky. Well, because I think, I think you could talk yourself into, and I don't know what's going on with JT, but you could talk yourself into, Oh, well, he's not playing well. Maybe he's like hurt and something, you know, like he he has to, like he's just unavailable for the Ryder cup or whatever. Like, I mean, the way he's playing like that being hurt is, is maybe like a, a best case scenario for, for the way he's, he's playing golf right now. And, and what, I mean, who do you have more confidence in to play like their last six events? Well, Ricky or JT and, and yeah. Ricky's, Ricky's going to go to the Scottish open where he's played well. He's going to go to the open championship. Like he's good at links golf and then he's been playing great all year. So I think, I think that answer is pretty emphatically Ricky. And especially if he wins, Ricky might win the open. Uh, he might, I mean, he's playing, he's playing great golf. The answer to the other question uh, is Ricky. Yes. Yes. But that's not what people responded with. Because people are insane. I love Ludwig, but buddy, we've got there's a Ludwig every year. Okay. Let me see him win once. Winning six times or five times in Ludwig's era is gonna be very, very difficult to do. Well, that's that's sort of my point. I, I think Ludwig's 
different than I, I don't know that we've had somebody like him since Morikawa Hovland. Like I think that's sort of the level he was coming in, maybe not quite at that level, but but close to it coming in. But People just take a dump on Ricky's career all the time. He's had a good career, man. Like five wins, a players. Uh, for the sake of this question, we don't we don't count the European Tour stuff, but some European Tour wins. Five, winning five times on the PGA Tour is a lot, and it's going to feel like a lot more. You're right over the next ten or fifteen years. Ricky Fowler will be flanked by a pair of Canadians. Adam Hadwin, one shot back. Taylor Pendrith, uh, two shots back. Let's start with Hadwin here. It was a Saturday 63 in which he tied the course record. KP highlights are the eagle on 14, and then he makes birdie on 15 and 17 uh, to, to close it down as well. The vast majority of the work that Hadwin has done this week is via the short game categories. He's first and yeah. second around the green. 11 of his 12 strokes that he's gained to the field this week are in those short game categories. I, I think I trust for the most part Adam Hadwin, right? Like savvy vet who can go low and get hot, but it's not a great stat profile. I got no. It's not. I, I was looking at that earlier. I think it's one thing if you've if you're not surrounded by Ricky Fowler and if Morikawa isn't three behind you and you know things like that, right? It's it's different if this is the John Deere and those guys aren't even in the field. Uh, I I just don't think Adam Hadwin's going to win this golf tournament. It'd be it'd be cool. It'd be a cool sort of bookend to him getting just his head you know, just getting obliterated by that security guard at, uh, at the Canadian, but I, whatever we'll look at the odds here in a minute, whatever his number is, I, I don't, I'm not excited about it. I think he was like f- f- five to one or something. Don't no, I'm out. It's, uh, you're going to hate it even more when we get there. Uh, Taylor Pendrith, the other one, a Saturday 67, the same score he carded in the opening round. It, Start, I don't want to say it fell apart because he played his last four holes at even par, but made his first bogey of the week at 15, made his second bogey of the week at 18. I don't know how much of that is nerves related. I mean, he, he obviously had two birdies in between there, but I, I don't know how much confidence I have in Taylor Pendrith holding this together. He kind of looks like uh, Bizarro Webb Simpson in this photo, doesn't he? Big, Bigger, burlier, Canadianer. Web Simpson. <laughs> Didn't you pick him or something this week? Just out of nowhere. Was this I, this was yeah, you know what's sick is I have him as top Canadian and he is gonna lose that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at his at his recent finishes and I was like, why that why did this was yesterday? Mm-hmm. It's like freaking Rick just out of just pulling this out of nowhere. He's not he hasn't played well at all. The only it's the only course in the world he's good at. Well, it's 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 the Cam Davis Taylor uh, Taylor Pendrith course, right? Where yeah. you, you don't it just it just fits him so perfectly. So I, I could actually see him going out and shooting 65, 66 on Sunday, and it's still not being enough. Uh, but I, I, if I had to pick between the two, I would pick him over Adam Adam Hadwin on Sunday. Interesting. Um, I probably agree with you. I think the fits a little bit better for. I, I think it's a lot better for Pendrith. Um, yeah, that's right. I think, I think I trust, 
I wish I could combine them, right? Give me yeah. like the, give me like this Adam Hadwin mentals and the Pendrith game. And I think that would be a pretty good, pretty good fit. Um, that's the final group. Trevor Elmoman wishes that as well. Oh, yes. The Canadian the Canadians, they're having a good year and they 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 got to make up for some president's cup stuff. So hopefully they can continue this for a couple of years. Uh, that's the final group. We've got one more what I will consider a serious lurker who we'll talk about and then we'll do the odds. But first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step. The reason building a business is tough. Taylor brands is simplifying the business journey from launching and managing to growing your business. Taylor brands, isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. And we're back. John in the chat says, Ludwig might grab two or three wins in the next 12 months, Rick. Would your answer still be Ricky? If Ludwig gets two or three wins in the next 12 months, I'll take his career over Rory's career. Okay? <laughs> Let's be clear about this. My two, I'll be singing a different song if that happens. Yeah. Even then, though, yeah, may- maybe then. Uh, even then, though, like Morikawa has – that's what Morikawa did, right? And I don't think he's past Ricky yet. Yeah, I think – doesn't he have six? Colin, Does he have six? He Colin, might. Uh, I thought he had- uh, they might not be all PGA t- – okay, he yeah. has five PGA Tour wins, so they're tied. Yeah, so – and it's not like Ricky's career is – is over either so i i just people people throw out we do this with majors too oh phil in like five majors you're like no he won't because nobody does and we do it with pga tour wins like oh probably like i don't know seven eight nine ten like the lebron you know not one not two and it's like no ludwig is not this is not a Ludwig specific thing, but like nobody wins 10 times. To- the, the, the guys have won 10 times with PGA Tour over the last 20 years. It's it's a tiny, tiny, tiny list. It's right. like seven guys. That's that's it definitely needs to be reframed as like in the last 20 years. Like we're, it's a completely different era now, right? I mean, it is so hard to win anything, let alone 10 times. And it's only going to get harder. It's not getting easier to win. Last 20 years, you're talking about JT, Spieth, uh, Rory, DJ, Phil Tiger, Adam Scott. Is that it? Xander Xander might have 20 wins. I don't – who knows? Depends on how many he gets credit for. Um, You said Spieth, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, There's got to be somebody missing. Furyk. VJ, D, uh, Jason Day, what'd he get to? Yeah, Jason Day. So, okay. So it's like 10, 10 to 12 guys. But again, these are all like Hall of Fame guys. Right. What did Bubba So uh, Bubba's at like 10, I think, nine or 10, but Hall of Famer. 
two masters. I mean, the, the type of guy that wins 10 times, probably the least majors out of the guys on that list is Adam Scott and Jason day with a one Furyk has one, but everybody else is two, three, four, five, six, uh, Brooke, I, does Brooks have 10 wins? I think he might have nine and five or majors, which is the sickest. Uh, so Bubba got to 12. Okay. Pretty sick. Brooks has, uh, nine. <laughs> Sicko. <laughs> He's got Phoenix, Phoenix, f- five majors, and then two others. What else did he win? Uh, CJ Cup. Okay. And St. Jude. I don't remember that at all. John Rahm would be another. Again, these are are like all-time greats. Right. So when you throw out, you know, 9-10 PGA Tour wins for Ludwig, you're talking about – like you believe that he's going to be a Hall of Fame player, which he might be. I'm just saying, like, let's, let's, let's contextualize that. The five wins for Colin Morikawa uh, is six if he can kind of lurk and steal this one away. Four shots back, KP. This is 66, 67, 67. He has not had the low round of the week yet, which a lot of his peers have had. He is eighth off the tee, seventh on approach, sixth around the green. He chipped in for eagle today. And he's a small positive with the putter. This is this is the Morikawa profile. This is the yeah. one. I, I wrote that uh, in the post round recap. Like this is a classic Morikawa week, and it's what it's what I expect from him every week. And we haven't been getting right. It, we've been getting a lot more variance from him. So I think no matter like the thing that I wrote and the thing that I believe is no matter what happens on Sunday, I think if you're a Morikawa fan, you should be encouraged by this week because. This is what he is. And listen, if he gets hot on Sunday with the putter, shoots 64, 65, wins in a playoff, whatever, fantastic. But regardless, I think that um, – I think he – I think Morikow should walk away from this week and people that like Morikow and follow him should walk away from this week being encouraged by how he's put. Yeah, if he shoots another 67, a third straight 67 on Sunday and does it in the same way, that great, perfect week, perfect week. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me because some days you're going to get out with the putter on Sunday, shoot 64, win the work day, and you know on to the next one. But most days you're not, and that's fine. Uh, let's look at the odds board, Josh, and see what we've got going on because it is uh, the final group, and then there's just a couple of other guys who are within striking distance of what, what Vegas thinks. So Ricky Fowler against the field, minus 105, essentially. That's kind of crazy, right? Pretty crazy, yeah. Especially because it's not like a not like a three shot lead, not a four shot lead. It's a it's a one shot lead. Adam Hadwin one shot back plus three sixty. Taylor Pendrith two shots back plus seven fifty. We mentioned Colin Morikawa. He's four shots back, sixteen to one. There is a guy in the middle there, Aaron Rye off a of Saturday sixty six, seventeen under par, three shots off the lead. Vegas giving him a little bit of respect here, fourteen to one. He's actually got the fourth shortest odds. Yeah, give me Morikawa here. I, I don't. Fowler at minus 105 just seems really short. Yep. I've already talked about Hadwin. Pendrith is interesting at plus 750, but Morikawa at 16 is is who I want. You you have had every chance to bet Ricky Fowler 
before the tournament, Thursday night, Friday day, Friday night. Um, you do not need to do it Saturday night at minus no. one. You, you you have missed your window multiple times this week. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta move on to the Scottish or whatever he's playing next. It's just you're not gonna be a part of this Ricky win if you don't have it now. I think if you're sitting sitting here looking, yeah, I mean, like I said, if Morikawa hasn't we haven't seen the 63 or 64 yet, and it's yeah. a good profile and it's 16 to one. That's where I'd put my Saturday night money, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, Ricky versus the field is not a Saturday night investment. I want to make. Didn't didn't he? This is off the top of my head, but didn't Mark Cowell win one of the one of the Memorial or or uh, he didn't win Memorial? Maybe it was Workday with work. like a he Sunday sixty four. He won the Workday at Muirfield Village. Right, but didn't he win it with the Sunday sixty four? I can tell you. I'm pretty sure there was there was a there so he's got those five wins so he's won the two majors he's won work day he's won barracuda Mm -hmm. and one other and i'm pretty sure at least one if not multiple of those was like final round 65 64 something something pretty crazy Uh, it wasn't the work day so it was final round 69 uh well his open championship was a final round 66 let's go back a little bit further let's try to find just maybe it was pga championship i don't know yeah that was when he shot that's when he shot the sunday 64 was the PGA. okay yeah that's that's sick you know what he shot on sunday at the barracuda isn't that stable for <laughs> yeah, like plus twenty three? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's his what's his other uh what's his other victory? Uh work day, two majors, uh yeah. Barracuda, Barracuda. and um I'm not gonna look it up. I should know this. He won. He didn't win Memorial, right? Because Cantley won it. Why don't I I absolutely know this? He won the but Barracuda was his first. Did he win? Uh, he, did he win Riv? No, no. God, now I got to look it up. This is so embarrassing. Um, all right, Colin. How don't? Hold on. Not Honda. Not Phoenix. Oh, I. Not yeah. Tory. See, see, see. I yeah, we're. It, it yeah, I, I have to tell you. So he won. I was thinking. I put these together. He won the WGC Workday. So he won both of those like uh, yeah. one-off workday whatevers. He w- he won that one at a concession. Okay, I lumped it. Yeah, that was uh, that was the was that the that was twenty twenty one right the year after COVID. Correct. Okay. Yep, that is correct. Yeah, he okay. So final round of those. He got 14 points, final round of the Barracuda, final round of the Word Day Charity Open, 66, final round of the PGA, 64, final round of the WGC Work Day Championship, 69, final round of the Open Championship, 66. So he's kind of a, he's kind of a, like, closer is maybe not the right word. He's kind of a, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and take this on Sunday type guy, you know? Um, I think I think of a closer as being like, hey, I lead by three on Saturday night, and I shoot just a just a yo y- how do you say it yeoman yeoman's no, no it's it's yeoman right yeoman <laughs> producer Josh do you know what I'm saying I thought it was yeoman's 
No, it's 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 yeoman. Look, Google it. Y e o m a n. Y e l m a n. All right. Can you? I don't even know if you're gonna be able to hear this. Oh, yeoman. Yeoman. A yeoman like. Oh, yeoman. Yeah, I think if somebody shooting a yeoman like seventy on Sunday as being a closer, like they lead on Saturday night and they close you out on Sunday, I don't really think of Morikawa like that. I think of him as being like kind of dangerous on Sundays, which is what I'm sort of feeling going into this Sunday. A yeoman, a man holding and cultivating a small landed estate, a freeholder, also a servant in a royal or noble household, ranking between a sergeant and a groom or a squire and a page, obviously. Of course, the squire and the slammer. Oh, our good friend Gar. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, this time tomorrow, we'll know. We'll know if Ricky Fowler has completed the comeback. We'll know if Colin is a low-key closer. We'll know if the Canadians are able to do it on the day after their Canadian, their, their birthday, and two days before ours. We'll know. We'll know all of that. Or it'll get washed out and we'll have to come back on Monday. <laughs> and we won't know anything. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> all right. Producer Josh, thank you very much. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Kyle Porter is available on Twitter for all your compliments and complaints at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Ricky Fowler.